dudes and dudettes. It is episode 139 of the Anxious Truth, 139. Welcome back to the podcast. Welcome back to the show. Um, we're not going to do a little book ad. You know, usually in the beginning of this, I will like talk about my book for 30 seconds or 60 seconds. I ain't doing it this time. Today, thanks for coming back, by the way. Appreciate you guys spending time with me as always. Today, we're going to talk about using all the resources, including therapy. So we're going to talk about putting together all of the stuff. So the reason why I'm not going to do a little book ad is because we're going to talk a little bit about, I'm going to mention my book a bunch of times here, not to get you to buy it, but it's going to be part of the topic. So I don't want to do an ad and then, you know, mention it a zillion times because I'm just not that guy. Okay. So here's the deal. The taste topic is using all of the recovery resources because there are many, right? There's a lot of great resources out there. Some I produced, others have been produced by other really smart people, some of whom you've seen me collaborate with. We're going to talk about putting them all together because you kind of do need to put them all together. And then even then, when you put them all together, sometimes it's still not enough and you need to get yourself uh, involved with sort of a professional, uh, which there's no harm in that. There's no shame in that. So we're going to talk about all that. So here is the deal with this. It has become clear over time. And I've been doing the podcast now. This will be the seventh year that I'm doing it, which is crazy to me. But it will be the seventh year that I'm doing it, 139 episodes at this point. And I've written two books about this. You can find them at theanxioustruth.com. You know that. I've written two books about this. I've spoken 139 podcast episodes about a bazillion social media posts. Uh, I got the Instagram account. I got the Twitter account. I got the Facebook page. I got the Facebook group. There's all kinds of stuff going on, right? What I have discovered is that many people, and if you're listening to me, it might be kind of strange because you're listening to me, so I know you listen to the podcast, but a lot of people take these resources and they pick the one they like the most, and they just kind of, okay, I'm going to listen to this podcast this guy does, and that's going to teach me how to recover from my anxiety disorder. And, and I appreciate you putting your faith in me that way. That's great. And I hope that the podcast is a, you know, a useful resource for you, and that's why I spend the time. I hope it is. But in the end, a podcast by itself, excuse me for hitting the microphone, but in the end, a podcast by itself cannot teach you everything you need to know to recover from an anxiety disorder. So I could talk about a bunch of different topics and I can kind of, honestly, the podcast is not really organized in any particular sequence once you get past the first 15 episodes or so. So it kind of comes based on, I crowdsource these topics. What, what my social media community is talking about, I, I tend to want to talk about that that week. So you guys help me find the topics. But I need you to understand that while I have discussed many, many topics, over 139 episodes, had a lot of guests on, and we've talked about a lot of stuff that goes into recovery, listening to the podcast by itself isn't going to teach you and get you out of your, your problem. It's generally not. The, a podcast, I don't care whose podcast it is, whether it's mine or Josh Fletcher or Kim Quinlan, whoever it is, like we're not going to get you out of your disorder by simply listening to us speak into a microphone once a week. So there are other resources that we need to, uh, you know, bring into play here because they're out there. I other I also see it for people who are maybe listening, uh, following me, say on Instagram, or my my Instagram account is getting larger. And you can find all my links to this. Go to theanxioustruth.com slash links. You'll find links to my Instagram, my YouTube, Facebook group, all that stuff. So a, a lot of people who are now following me on Instagram who, you know, are digging the feed, which is great. I'm, I'm, and thank you for the kind feedback, those of you who who say such nice things about it. And I want it to be useful, but you have to understand that like we are dealing with a relatively big topic, which is recovery from anxiety disorders. And it is really difficult to teach recovery or even be like a surrogate coach or therapist, which is, which I can't be in like little squares with words on them and captions on Instagram. Like it's almost impossible to do that. I can't teach you how to recover from your, you know, your anxiety disorder by posting on Instagram. 
Instagram is a part of what I do for sure, as is my Facebook page, you know, uh, the page where I just kind of post all my content, as is the podcast, uh, as is the Facebook group. The Facebook group is now 5,500 people or whatever. It's super active. It's great. It's an amazing community. But none of these things by themselves will get the job done, right? And so I literally took the time to wrote, write two books on anxiety and recovering from anxiety disorders. And again, you can find them on my website. The first one is free. If you want to download it from Smashwords, that link is free. It's, it's name your own price, which can be zero. And I'm totally fine with that. Or it could be downloaded as a free audiobook. The other one is the big 400 page giant recovery guide that I wrote. And the reason why I wrote those two books was to give people like, well, here's the first one is, hey, here's my experience. And here's, you know, whatever I wrote 25,000 30,000 words that tell you how I went through this. This was my experience. And here's how I fixed it. And the second one is even huger. This is step by step. This is what the problem is. Here's how you got here. Here's why it's not your fault. This is the nature of the solution. This is what we do. This is why we do the things that I talk about on the podcast. This is why we talk about exposure and facing fear and, and doing hard things. Like I, you know, took the time to write that book and write it in a specific sequence for a reason. So like a podcast can't be in sequence. Instagram posts aren't necessarily in sequence. And in a Facebook group full of 5,500 people, which is extremely active, it's like a fire hose of activity. We can't teach things in sequence there either. It's what everybody wants to talk about is what goes to the top of the feed. So you kind of have to put things together. You got to use them all. So if you're just listening to the podcast, consider that I did write two books. If you're just following me on Instagram, consider that I have books in a podcast. Consider that there is a Facebook page. There's a Twitter account. Now, a lot of that stuff is, you know, duplicate content. So you don't have to follow everywhere for sure. I, in fact, I wouldn't if I were you. But, you know, put them all together. Put them all together. Now, let me go beyond just my stuff because I'm not here just to hawk books at you. Like, that's not my thing. And I think you guys know that. But not only have I created resources like this, but there are other people out there that have created resources like this too. And if you're going to really kind of go this on your own and you're going to try and solve your anxiety problem by kind of doing the self-help thing and doing the online help thing, that's fine because many people do get it done. And I see those people every day. So it's possible for sure. But what I would suggest you do is you first have to really take the time to learn what this problem is. You know, you've heard me talk about it. My, the very first episode of this podcast was called Anxiety is Physical, Anxiety Disorders are Cognitive. That was the first episode of the, of the podcast. And the first 10 or 15 episodes of the podcast are the foundational episodes. They will teach you what this is. So you kind of need to know what is the nature of this problem? How did you get there? How did you get here? What is this problem really? then you kind of have to know the nature of the solution. So okay, if you know the nature of the problem, then what is the nature of the solution? And that's the part where you learn why we talk about the things we talk about in the podcast, or you see in my, my Instagram posts, or you, or you hear about in my Facebook group, like there's a reason why. So you kind of need to know the foundations of why I'm telling you to do these things. Why is this guy continually telling me that I have to do scary things? Why do I have to do hard things? Well, there's a reason why. You know, so I spent, there's a reason why I wrote the book that I, I wrote in sequence, because in, in chapters two and three, we talk about the nature of the problem and the nature of the solution, so that you understand this is why I'm going to tell you this. When we go to chapter four and five, and I tell you to do hard things, this is why, like you need to understand this is the foundation. So knowing that stuff is important. Now, whether you get it from my books, the beginning of my podcast, like the very first 10, 15 episodes of the podcast, or you buy my book, whatever it is, or you go to somebody else, like Josh Fletcher. Anxiety Josh on Instagram, he wrote a book, Panic, I think it's called Panicking About Panic. And, and, and you guys have seen me work with Josh Fletcher. Like he's a, he's a smart guy, knows what he's talking about. 
like he's a working therapist in the UK, we speak the same language, man. So like, maybe you could read his books, you guys know that most of what I I'm doing really grew out of my love for Dr. Claire Weeks, right? So the Claire Weeks books talked about Claire Weeks exclusively, like for the first five years of this thing that I do. So the Claire Weeks book, Hope and Help for Your Nerves. I can recommend books by Dr. David Carbonell or Dr. Martin Seif, SEIF, and Dr. Sally Winston. They write together, they're partners. Like these people have put out tremendous resources. So it's not just mine. If you don't want to read my book, that's totally fine. But you know, I would say go ahead and, and you have to take the time to start to learn why we're telling you these things. Right? So these books that I'm talking about here, the authors and, and the creators that I'm talking about Kimberly Quinlan, like I love Kim Quinlan, and she's writing a book too. I don't know when that's coming out, or, or specifically what she's writing. But if Kim's writing a book, it's going to be a good book. I just know it. So like, whether it's my stuff or somebody else's, you're going to have to go beyond just a podcast and a stream of social media posts to learn what this really is, you got to know what the nature of the problem is. And therefore, what the nature of the solution is before you understand why you're being asked to do the things that we that I talk about doing. All right, so reach out and find those things. You can go to the the show notes for this. Let's see, this is episode 139. So you could go to the anxious truth.com slash 139. And I will link some resources. I will definitely link some resources. I'll link you to Dr. Seif and Winston. I'll link you to uh, Claire Weeks. I'll link you over to Josh Fletcher's book. I'll link you to David Carbonell. Like totally fine. You know, you don't have to read my stuff, you can even find that stuff too. I will tell you this, that if you are going to go out and try to educate yourself as to the nature of your anxiety disorder, the things that I'm specifically addressing, and I'm super clear about what I'm addressing most of the time, I believe, you're gonna look for books that are pretty dry. Like I will admit I wrote 70,000 words in 400 pages, and it's pretty dry. Like that book ain't gonna like keep you awake at night at all. So it's it's dry, it's wrote, it's almost like a textbook, I wrote it like a course. And really the best books on this topic are the books that are going to kind of just teach you what it is and what you have to do. Like they're not super sparkly, they don't have, you know, you're not going to see them talk about like freedom and you know, escape and living your best life and leveling up like those aren't that types of books. I mean, in fact, if you read, you know, Dr. Carbonell, or you read uh, Seif and Winston, they're dry, like these are written by clinicians, but they're super good books. They're incredibly like useful. They're very helpful. They're informative. And they're correct. They're accurate. So I'm only going to send you to resources that I know are going to point you in the right direction, right? So what I'm saying here is you got to take advantage of all of those things. So now you have books that you can learn from, right? Some some of these folks have done made YouTube videos where they'll teach you these sort of things, whatever, like you really need to learn what the actual what is the nature of the problem? What is the nature of the solution? How do I solve the problem? How do I make a plan? How do I execute a plan? What do I do here? Right? So you got to learn those things. The podcast can be part of that. This podcast can be part of that for sure. I try to educate in every episode, if you know, whenever I can, that's true. Then the social media stuff, whether you're following me or Josh or Kimberly or, you know, whoever it happens to be like Lisa Cortez, whoever you like to follow on social media, you know, we're, we're putting out these little drips and drabs and really cute little illustrations or memes or whatever it is that we're putting out there on the daily basis. Great, like those are icing on the cake. Those are filling in the blanks. Those are embellishment. That's that's what that's all about. So go to the foundational materials first, layer on a podcast or two, my podcast, whoever's Kimberly's podcast doesn't matter to me, like layer on a podcast or two, then use the social media streams as sort of like the icing on the cake. These are the things that will kind of fill in that will embellish what we're talking about. You know that that's use it that way. And then if you can find yourself a really good online support group, and I'm going to just crow about my Facebook group in a big way, like go to the anxious truth.com slash links and ask to join the group and we'll get you in there and you'll see what it's all about. Like spend a day or two reading that group, you'll be blown away, you'll be knocked off your chair about what's going on there. 
But if you can find a good online support group that isn't about just commiserating and sharing symptoms and enabling, and is really about educating, empowering, encouraging, inspiring, and teaching, you know, cheering for each other, then find that. And you can use that too. So those are all the tools you're going to have to put together if you're going to kind of go this alone. Now, this is important to me. Not everybody can learn this way. Not everybody is ideally suited to learn just by listening to a podcast, reading a book, or what is, you know, skimming an Instagram feed every day. You're just not. Some people are best when they are taught one on one individually. So if you are finding that you are using all of these resources, mine or anybody else's, you're putting them all together. And you, by the way, you're doing the work. Let me let me stop for 30 seconds and mention that. And you're doing the hard things. So be very careful about layering resource upon resource upon resource and hoping that just reading and listening and, and looking will solve the problem. It will not. This is an active, active process. You must do things. You must practice. You must go into the fear. You know all this stuff, right? So if you're laying, layering all the resources on and you are out there doing the work and it just seems confusing, you're not sure why you're doing it, you're stumbling, you're kind of scattershot, you know, you're doing it randomly, you're having a hard time making a plan and sticking to it, well, that may be a good indicator that getting some professional help, even for a couple of months, you know, somebody that can coach you through, a therapist, a coach, a counselor, whoever, is a good idea. There is no harm in that. And not needing to find that person, hiring that person, a therapist, for instance, that specializes in treating anxiety disorders. And so that's important. That's important. We don't just want to sit in and talk about your mom. Like you want somebody who specializes in treating anxiety disorders, getting that person on your team, somebody who can coach you and bring you through the process step by step. Now we do this. Now we do this. Explain it to you one on one individually, whether it's in person or these days could be on Zoom. You know how that's going. But uh, whichever way, one-on-one -on -one sometimes is the best way for some people. Don't be afraid to do that. That does not mean that you are more disordered or that you are worse or your anxiety is somehow worse. Oh, my God, I need a therapist to do this. I must be really bad. That's not it at all. I mean, the best therapists that, are, that specialize in these kind of things are really teachers and coaches, right, more than anything else. So using somebody who specializes in cognitive behavioral therapy or ACT and will teach you how to do exposure and work with you and that sort of stuff and get you through. Like if they're doing it right, they're going to teach you what this is, why we're doing it. Like this is just sounding familiar. It's what I just said 10 minutes ago right here on this podcast. We'll teach you what your problem really is. This is the nature of the problem. Here's the nature of the solution. And here's what we're going to do about it. Sometimes having that person one on one who can reach out with you and, and work with you once a week and actually teach you those things in person, one on one and then coach you through this week, I want you to do this, this, this and this report back. I'll check in with you. Let me know how it's going next week, we're going to try some different activities. And then we're going to do this. And we're going to move you up your fear ladder. You're going to increase your exposures, we're going to work on your interoceptives. Like when you get somebody who is going to work, you, you basically have a coach or teacher. And that's okay. It's okay to have that. Having a coach or a teacher doesn't mean you are more sick or a failure or worse. It just means that you might your learning style might be more suited for that. Some people just need accountability. Nothing wrong with that. Some people do better when they know, oh, man, it's Thursday. I'm going to have to talk to my therapist, so I better get my homework done. It's okay. Totally fine. Nothing wrong with that at all. In fact, a lot of people get a lot out of that process. It becomes enjoyable. They learn things they didn't think they were going to learn. So don't be afraid to ask for help. But I think the bottom line here is it's important for you to understand that there are so many resources out there. There really are. There's a lot of crappy resources, and you know that you've heard me rant about that stuff. So I am not talking about, you know, I'm not even going to go into the list. You guys have heard me go down this list way too many times. You know what I'm not talking about, right? But 
there are a lot of really, there are crappy resources, but there are also a lot of really good resources that are going to give you the truth of what this issue is, the nuts and bolts of it, the science behind it, how we go about solving this problem, why you need to do the things you're, you're supposed to do to solve the problem, and then how to do them. Find those resources, layer them, put them together, stitch them into a bigger thing than just my podcast or just the Instagram feed or just someone's Facebook group. It's important. Like they're out there, use them. And when you put them together and then you start to do the work, just like going to college, if you're in a university, you are going to lectures, then you have a textbook to read. You might have labs to do. Like you're also doing social things. Like you put it all together. It's the same thing. It's the same thing. You start to stitch it all together. You give yourself the best chance to succeed. And that's really what I hope everybody does. Like give yourselves the best chance to succeed and find all those resources. Use them all. Do not expect that some crazy dude with a microphone from New York can teach you how to recover from your anxiety disorder just by talking into that microphone once a week for 15 or 30 minutes. Like I can't do it. Couldn't do it if I wanted to. Nobody can. So you got to go out. You got to learn. Educate yourself. Educate yourself, educate yourself, know what it is, know why we talk about these things, the people, me and people who sound like me, like, know, know why we're telling you these things, understand those concepts, then know how to make your plan and put them into play. So when you educate yourself, when you lay a resource upon resource, when, be careful, be careful, let me have a little caveat here, you want to layer your resources in, you want to stitch them together, right? You don't want to leave any holes here. But in the same vein, you don't want to fall into the well, it's time to go out and actually do that drive around the block. I'm terrified to do it. So maybe I should buy another book. No, like once you know what you have to do, be honest with yourself. If you've read my book, or you read Josh's book, or whoever it is, you read Claire Weeks, and you're just afraid to do what the book says to do. Another book isn't going to change that. So you got to be careful about that. But when you put your resources together, educate yourself as to what the problem is, what the nature of the solution is, what you have to do, why you need to plan, why we talk about these things. And then you start to actually do the work systematically, incrementally, according to your plan. You use the social media feeds as sort of icing, fill in the gaps, inspiration, encouragement, the glitter, the decoration. That's what that is. Maybe get yourself in my Facebook group. You got a bunch of people who are cheering for you while you're doing the hard work. Now, now you have a powerful solution that you have put together yourself and that you can use to execute your plan, support yourself, be armed with knowledge, and give yourself a really good chance to succeed. That would be the best thing you could do for yourself. And if it turns out that you need more than that, you can always reach out to a professional, even for just a few months. And I know that there are, there are challenges with that. There may be medical insurance or financial challenges. Sometimes it's hard to find a therapist that specializes in anxiety disorders. And we'll try and talk about that more in, in future podcast episodes. I understand that can be challenging, but it can be done. They're out there. They're out there. And especially with the internet now, telemedicine, a lot of folks are doing this stuff now that, you know, are not necessarily have to live two miles from them. So there are ways. But if you got to put that professional person in there with you to coach you and kind of keep you accountable and move you down the road a little bit, if they're doing it right, a couple of months down the road, you may find, okay, I know what to do now. I'm going to go finish this. So yeah, I mean, there's a lot of powerful things that you could layer together here and glue together. You can couple that with your desire to, to do the work, your willingness to do the work, being tenacious, being consistent, being incremental, knowing why you're doing what you're doing, being ready to do this work. Man, it's powerful. There's a lot of good stuff you can work on now. A lot of good stuff you can put together to help you do this work and get to where you want to be. I know you can. Like, honestly, 
it's a good time to be alive and have an anxiety disorder, which I'm, you know, sounds ridiculous to say it's never a good time to have an anxiety disorder, but so many resources are available so quickly podcasts and the folks that are teaching on social media and, you know, boom, you click a, a button on a website and you download a book to your phone, your Kindle app and that sort of stuff. It's, it's a good time to need help for this stuff because there's a lot of help out there, right? So that is the message for today, 20 minutes into it. This is great. I'm not going to rant for 45 minutes on it. Use all the resources, know them, like know them, go get them. And if you want to know what some of the resources are, like I said, the anxious truth.com slash 139 is the webpage for this episode, you can go there and I will try and link as many resources as I can that I think are good, that are helpful that I trust people that I trust to help you. Um, I will link them there for sure. And we're going to talk to some of those people and some of those resources in future podcasts where, you know, collaboration will continue with some of the folks you've heard me talk about in the past, and we'll continue to work with them and some other people. But in the end, use all the resources, stitch them together, be an active participant in your recovery. Not it's not just listening, not just one thing, not a bunch of pretty pictures on Instagram is going to get you there. Got to put them all together. I know you can. So I'm going to ask a favor as usual, which is if you're listening on iTunes or any platform you where you can rate or review the podcast, maybe do that. Leave four stars, five stars, write a little paragraph as to why you like the podcast, because it helps other people find the podcast. So that would be super great. I'm going to play you out as usual. This song is called Afterglow. It's in the beginning and the end of the podcast by my friend, Ben Drake. You can find Ben Drake, who's a tremendous musician. Ben Drake, uh, Facebook.com slash Ben Drake Music. Thank you, Ben, for letting me use it. Thank you guys for coming by. As always, I will see you next week. Keep moving forward. You know what to do. Go do it. Yeah, you're doing fine. Now in the city and you're living fast. No looking back or dwelling on the past. You know you'll never get another chance. So go and live.